This podcast is sponsored by LiveProducersOnline.com, a community of Ableton Live users connecting you to the pros to learn today's music production. What's up, guys? Uh, if you want to take your music to the next level, whether you're new to producing music or whether you have been doing it for a long time, I definitely encourage you to check out LiveProducersOnline.com. It's a social platform that allows members to connect with other producers, specifically those using Ableton Live. Members can set up a profile, they can post, they can share their skills, they can private message other producers and members, they can access the discussions forum to get answers to their questions immediately, to uh, interact on specific topics, and to help others. Uh, you can also access unlimited downloads of sample packs, projects, Ableton devices, and more. And members also have access to a growing amount of video courses that are going to be added all the time from professional producers and those who are very experienced with Ableton Live. I definitely encourage you to check out the site. Um, members can also book private lessons with teachers to get one-on-one feedback from their tracks and to help along with their projects as they're producing. So check it out. There's a whole lot more on there I haven't mentioned. LiveProducersOnline.com and here is today's podcast episode. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ableton Live Music Producer Podcast. I am Dan Giffen, your host. Today we have another super special guest. His name is Mikas Angelov. Uh, some may know him as Mike. He's an internationally recognized producer, engineer, and founder of WeMakeDanceMusic.com. His website has helped thousands of producers buy and sell projects in a marketplace in a variety of genres of music. He is a global expert in music licensing and has hundreds of tracks hit the charts in the EDM music scene globally. Uh, Mikas also developed the microsite AbletonTemplates.net, where Ableton Live users can buy and sell their completed project files, allowing them to earn income and to learn from other producers by dissecting their projects. So I could go on and on. I'm super thankful, Mikas, that you joined us today. Welcome to the podcast. All good, man. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's it's an honor to be here. So yeah. Thank, thanks, man. Oh, dude, it's it's a privilege. Um. You're the first person on the podcast. We've really been able to uh, ask questions that's specifically related to the music business industry. Um, so I'm definitely really excited that you're here. But yeah, I usually like to start off the podcast just getting to know our guests. Uh, I already know a little bit about you, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about your musical background, uh, how you got started in music, and then we can dive into where you're at today. Yeah, always um thanks i always love music and my passion for electric music and production of electronic music started in the early 1990s after i listened to rock and roll and all of the classic rock and progressive rock on vinyl i discovered electronic music in the early 1990s and it just hit me i just fell in love it was different was amazing i went to some raves in 1993 and it got me completely i i got hooked instantly into that music and then I, it was very complicated back then to make music in the 1990s. So in the early 2000s, finally, I had enough money to be able to start making music on my own. And I built my first studio in the early 2000s. And since then, I make music, uh, release music under my record label, Progressive Grooves Records. And now, since 2012, it's uh, We Make Dance Music. That is my main project, plus the record label on the side a little bit. So... It's just that all day, every day for about 10 years. Now, so, Awesome. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a good quick story. So uh, you mentioned your label. Tell us a little bit for maybe those who don't know a ton about 
labels are getting signed like what is it that your label brings to the table what is what is a big part of the label that you do for artists well record label is basically a publishing house that take people music uh, hopefully promoted because i say that because some label don't really promote music that much and get the music out there so people and djs can listen to it buy it uh, now it's more really about listening to it some djs might buy it on beatport but their label role is really to push to for the artist to get discovered you know which is the the essential role of the major label on the lower level of smaller label we still do our work as much as we can you know this is this is sending promos to as many people as you know going out there to Miami uh, Amsterdam to the music conference and putting the name out say pushing for artists you know and and being online constantly uh since the labels since 2005 where it was the very beginning of the digital music where it was really special now the digital music is just nothing you know it, it started very slowly and it was very special and you know nobody believed in it until it really catched on and beatport became the biggest thing and, you know so labels are very important in the sense that without them they wouldn't be you know new names coming out you know they have to believe in talent and push for them so that's what i believe is the role of a label yeah absolutely man i know a fair amount of people who have been signed to labels over the last few years um if somebody wanted to say join a label or was looking to work with a label what's some advice that you would give them you need to have a bit of credential or have the music speak for itself but i mean you want to approach a label that do exactly the genre that you do because labels most labels not my label somehow but mostly both stand in a genre you know and they stand in category and uh, you know you don't go to electrohouse label and try to uh, release uh, you know a big room track because they're not really going to like this you know it's important to target your your demo and you have to be personal you have to be persistent because they get a lot of stuff and it's not uh, it's not the first one that's going to bite it might take four, five, six, seven, and also before even you send it to the label if you're able to get your music on the hands of great DJs and you know get the music played on their radio shows or wherever podcast that's another good one then you have credential to approach the label to say hey man uh, above and beyond play my last track on their on your radio show or so on so on you know it's just, like i said it's a bit of a unique credential to approach the label but uh, you want to approach the label with some credential from another label or something you have to build you know constantly to 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 be um considered i would guess yeah yeah so a lot of what i just heard you say in my own head was you have to be able to really establish and grow a following before you can even approach a label is that correct yeah if if you have an example you're a popular dj you have a youtube channel and you know you're you're banging it and you play all your track live and you have your videos of you and you know if you're pushing for yourself they will consider you know the the the, the label i mean what can can say that the, what i can say that's very important is that the label you know they're going to sign you but don't expect the label to do everything for your career to explode you know it is simply they will be an ally you will have to do your work they will help you but you still have to do work and more work mostly if you get signed because you want to help your track do well you know it's not they're not going to do all the work for you it's not a major label, you know. Even people that consider, example, Armada as a major label, they're not a major label. They're fairly small, but uh, you know, they don't have budget to put on every release to promote them. As a major label, will put a uh, hundred thousand for promo. They will get you to tour. They will do things. As in electronic music, the label will 
sign you and we'll still expect you to do a lot of work. And if you do, it will most likely work for you. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you hear today as like the internet has exploded and allowed more artists to get more exposure in a lot of ways and to book their own shows and to do social media promotion to grow a following. What are the biggest reasons somebody should sign with a label? If you could just summarize that for me one more time. And then um, give us maybe a couple like specific actionable steps artists can do before they actually approach a label. Yeah, I think I think the label is beneficial, but again, you know, I think I think even before signing to a label, you should push your music out there. You know, the label won't do everything for you. And first, before you go to a label, you want to have high quality music, properly mastered, properly mixed. You know, they hear a lot of. You hear a lot of content, and if you're not up to par or you don't impress them, it's not going to work. Simply, you know, you have to have quality. You you don't uh, you don't go with an amateur demo of somebody that produced music for six months. You know, the the guy that listened to music all day is going to hear is going to be well. The ideas are great, but it's not put together properly. The arrangements aren't there. Uh, you know, the mix isn't there, and like it's just not going to sound right to him. So uh, you really have to get it up there. There's a lot of work to be done before you get to, to to a level of sending a demo to Armada and get considered. I say Armada because everybody wants to get signed on Armada. So I put it up there, you know, but uh, okay. I think that's about it. So, Yeah, no, that's good, man. That's, that's good info. Uh, thanks for sharing. So I want to transition a little bit into your website. You said that you were really focusing and investing into now. That's actually how I found you was through wemakedancemusic.com. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating website, what you've actually built. And I encourage all of our listeners to go check it out for sure. Uh, but we make dancemusic.com. It's also has like a partner site, abletontemplates.net, which is specifically for Ableton projects. Go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that, about how you got started building that and uh, where what it is today. Well, I, I was working in the studio back in 2012 with a co-producer. We're together working on tracks a lot. We're doing a dedicated studio session every Thursday. You know, that was our day. We're creating music. And while we were composing together, I was mixing and engineering the track in my own studio at home. I was we were composing at his. So well, after we're done, I send the track to myself via you send it. You know, I'm like, OK, we finished the session send that over and I left this place, you know, and I don't know, I was walking down the street. I remember this moment extremely clearly still to this day. And I was like, wow, man, other people would like to have those tracks. You know, there is something there that could be shared. You know, I'm like, this is, this is big. And it really, from there, my brain started unwinding and I'm like, wow, there's many things to do. I have to do it. And on that very night I went home and I thought about that name. I thought about we make dance music because what this is about, it's about us making dance music. Maybe for the American listener, dance music is not the name, you know, they, they probably relate that to Euro house or Euro pop dance music, but in Europe, dance music englobed the whole electronic music movement. You know, it's not EDM, it's dance music. It's been like that since the 1990s dance music. So for me, yeah. this, this name, on April 23rd, 2012, and boom, I had the idea. It took me a couple months to find a good platform to start to build. And in July 15, 2012, it was online. So after a lot of work, I would say, but uh, I kind of dropped my other project to go on to that because the idea was so strong and the avenues were so big of thing that people can do with the, those those music projects that I, I just I couldn't take it off my mind. I just went for it. So. Yeah, no, it's a great website, man. So 
for our listeners who are still maybe not exactly sure what we make dance music is, it's basically a marketplace, as I mentioned earlier, where you can upload your project, whether it's Logic Pro or Ableton Live, and you can basically sell your finished tracks in the project file itself so that other users can purchase it for whatever price. And then they can kind of see exactly how you made the song from the inside out, which is a really cool concept. And I love that, especially for producers that are just starting out. I think this is incredibly valuable what you built because it allows them to kind of dissect and see how a song was really made rather than just trying to use their ear. If they hear a track on the radio or some kind of dance track and they're like, that's really cool, but I wonder how they made that. Now people can actually dive in and see that. And you have some, some uh, very diverse tracks out there. You know, it, a lot of the tracks you have like future bass, you have deep house and with electronic music, there's like a genre of a genre. It seems like I don't even know what a genre is anymore today. There's so many different genres out there, mm-hmm. but basically it's a cool way for, I think in, in two different aspects, one for artists to actually be able to make money. You know, there's a lot of projects I've made that were like 70% done, but I didn't want to necessarily release it because I wasn't absolutely in love with it to release it under my own name as an artist, but you could still make money like by uploading it to your website. Is that correct? And sell it as a project. Absolutely. It's you, you have a good point in saying you can dissect it, but it it goes a bit further than that in my, in my point of view that developed through years is like electronic music really is always been inspired for, from other music. Now it inspired pop music. Let's be honest. We're behind most of the pop track, but what, what is there is like, you know, there's no music has ever been made without somebody listening to music. So if there's something you like, it will definitely inspire you to do something else. You know, you have to, you can push. So with that in mind, you take a project and like for me, I've done a video about it to somewhere that's somewhere on YouTube, on our channels. It's basically, I took a track and I remixed it in two hours. It was a completely different track. It was new, new, <laughs> completely because I was like, oh, this is good. But yeah, no, I feel like changing this. I feel like changing that. And it was more trancy ended up being more like progressive electro-y so it was so there's really a huge potential and let's be honest like yeah, house music's been created from people sampling vinyl hip-hop vinyl and soul vinyl so this is the root of what we are doing that's always been and i think this is the new generation where you have really a complete package that you're like you can go on with it you know you have a project you can remix it 50 times that's not a problem you're going to make 50 different version of tracks and go on yeah. and go on so and yeah the the value for me is like i was thinking like would, would would i would would i buy those and i was like yeah if i would have had that in 2003 2004 you know when i was starting to go really i was i would have bought tons of these you know and wow man that i would in the genres that i like so i think i think it's a it's an accelerator i would say yeah, no, absolutely. And I love what you just said, because I went to uh, a music festival called Electric Forest in Michigan last weekend, uh, which I'm still recovering from. It was an amazing time, but I was absolutely blown away with how many people are actually remixing other people's songs and playing them live. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like, it was crazy. Like, I felt like a lot of the artists on the main stages we're spending 60% of the time spinning songs that weren't theirs, that they just chopped up and ended up turning into their own, which is really cool. And so we kind of live in that world today. And that's a lot of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like that's how a lot of artists are getting noticed today is by taking other people's songs, remixing them and then posting them on SoundCloud or whatever. And it seems like there's a lot of people 
who are getting noticed by labels or by um, other followers and fans who fell in love with the song that they heard was remixed and maybe they like it even better the second time around. Yeah, the, the mashup and the remix scene is, is bigger than the original scene itself. You know, people, they go, they want to to remix a Major Laser or Stevie Oki or something like that. Or they want to, because they get inspired from that sound, you know, that sound resonates with them. And they're like, wow, I want to do something with that. So they put their input in it. And they create something new, and then maybe eventually Stevie Oki might end up listening and hearing the track or something, and they might get picked up, you know, because this is this is actually the case of a lot of people. They get picked up because they rework some track, and they're like, wow, this guy is good, man. Let's see what else you got. What do you do? You know, just, so this is, and DJs, of course, want original content, you know. If you want to set yourself apart as a DJ, you have to have original stuff that only you play because everybody can go on Beatport and buy tracks, you know. It's just a, yeah. matter of a couple dollars and the top 100 is played by a lot of people but then do you have your own edits do you have your own inspiration do you you know so i think another thing to do with the projects we have is like you can take a track you can mash it up you can you can do anything and there's quite a few projects that are inspired by popular trance track and then or future based track and then you input what do you feel like into it and then play it you know this is this is so what I think will will make people stand out is to have really fresh stuff, you know, that that they can play on their podcast, fresh edits or ID that nobody knows about, you know, that they made. That's 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 the key to 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 set yourself apart a little bit, you know. Yeah. No, you that's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Um you've worked in the music business for a really long time. Um and you already shared some advice just now of like how producers can get discovered online doing what you just said. Um, but I guess like, as far as being able to earn money by distributing music online, it seems like it's a lot harder because the the market is so saturated of people wanting to earn money just by, you know, selling tracks on iTunes or, or, or their beat port or whatever. What's some advice you would give for people who are wanting to say, earn more income by selling their music online? Or is that even like a possibility today for new upcoming artists? No, I'm sorry to say that uh, the latest stats are. I just went to meet them to to talk, you know, to meet the the, the people. It was very professional. It's business to business, professional labels, publishers. Uh, Facebook was there. Everybody was there, and like the 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 the, <laughs> the very key figure was that ninety nine percent of the payout from Spotify goes to one percent of the the artist. That's this is yeah, this, that's, that's it. That's that's all. It's I very sad. Say. So, so, so basically, one, there's no hope. One <laughs> percent of the people make some money. I have a big catalog. I make some money, whatever. But the the point is, like selling tracks. Yeah, you can. The, the The only thing left is you can sell tracks to DJs on Beatport. Personally, my label still sell music on Beatport. Yay! I don't know. People like quality, I guess. Um, yeah. The 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 the, the 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 download market is is been going down and down and down. You know, I think I think eventually. We, it will go back up. The final scene is coming back for some reason because people, they want to feel the music. You know, they don't want to only have the experience of pushing a button on their phone. They like a vinyl and put it on. You know, I, I'm a big fan yeah. of this movement too. But for the artists to make money selling music, that that's that's a very tough call. It's really, I think, uh, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've done a TV show too. I didn't tell you about that a long time ago. And even the bigger name, you know, they don't even make money from their, from their, their, um, 
their music. I mean, the only thing that I could think of that would be is like YouTube, but then you have to generate millions of views. And if you're able to generate millions of views, you might want to do something else. Then, then, yeah. then just put your music on there. You know, it's not, uh, it's difficult. So I would say, yeah. I would say you should build your career and at the same time build uh, sample packs and do things, share with the people, you know, to build your audience. And really, for me, the biggest thing that I learned through time is the content that you publish, you know, the content that you publish on social media, on YouTube, on whichever you do will stay. You, this is not, maybe it is easy, extremely easy to publish these days, any content you want, but this content will stay. So when you post something, you should really put some thought, some, some work into it. You know, it should be something that you're really proud of because it will stay and it will be what will represent you. So if you post a, a bit of a track or you say my new track is out, I would highly recommend don't say to people to buy it. <laughs> that's that's the biggest mistake of every single artist that I've seen. Check out my new track, it's out, buy it. You know, no, please be humble. Say, hey, I just finished that song. Put a story behind it. Say, I'm really proud of it because I collaborated with that person, which we really had an amazing time. Do things like that, you know, speak about the experiences, but don't try ever to sell your music because you lose complete credibility when you do that. You know, that's, that's an insight. That's thing. good. Yeah. That's, that's important. Very important. Oh, that is man. No, that's super valuable. And I, I'm glad that you mentioned that for our listeners and for myself as an artist, because, uh, that totally reinforces what I heard uh, a couple months ago. I was talking, if you're familiar with the band Odessa, yep. uh, I was talking, I was talking with their tour manager and I asked him a similar question. I was like, you know, for an artist who, you know, wants to be discovered and grow out, uh, how does he really build his following to be noticed by a label to like really blow up and become big? And he basically said the same thing you just did. And, and he said it in a different way, but basically have a story behind your music. You know, you're really, you are creating an image. You're creating a brand. You are the product. And so... In other words, rather than just telling people, hey, buy my music, check out my shit, it's more like, hey, like you're actually growing a brand, you're growing an image, you have like a personality behind your music, you have a story behind your music, you're, you're creating relationships with your followers. And that's really what's going to cause you to grow rather than just throwing your music at people and hoping it sticks. Yeah, yeah, it is, it's it's dedication, time, and, you know, yeah, the image is very important, your brand, and uh, uh, lately a lot of DJs say that you have to send your music to DJs, but DJs are saturated, you know, so it's a bit sad, you know, I think I'm not the only one who say that, but a lot of people say that, and now there's promo pools, there's a lot of people, and then me, myself, as a, as a producer, I produce my last album, I send it to, I think I, I score over 1,500 DJs, I send it to, I get over 120 really good feedback on it, you know, but it's not, yeah. it's not even enough. You know, th this, this is not a success. It's good because I have amazing feedback on an album that's actually called Feedback, fun of it, but uh, <laughs> somehow it's not enough. You know, you have to keep at it at it constantly keep at it constantly and you know eventually you get somebody who's gonna be wow man this is really working for me this track and then he's gonna play it live and then boom you know it's uh it's just a matter of that it's a matter of getting discovered by maybe tiesto and then tweeting to him or doing things like that will most likely help you break break through you know that's that's an important thing so yeah social media is is a big one for sure that's good stuff Man, I feel like we've we've blown through a lot of really good content in this interview super fast. Um, 
you i'm really curious though you mentioned uh sending your music to djs mm -hmm. and that's something personally i've never really tried you said you send a lot of your music to over like 1500 djs or however many you said mm -hmm. how is, are there websites that are designed for that or are these people you personally know that you just contacted individually the well my list is very old it's been from the time my record label in 2009 we're maintaining a list and refreshing and make sure the connections are good and know that we're mm -hmm. sending them the right music and this is a list from then now i would say honestly i recommend a guy that's called it's promo cloud dot com promo dash cloud dot com you can enter your name and do the send out through them and get feedback you know there's very good it's a very good system and you can okay. also browse and add some djs as you wish you know because they have a database of djs and once you complete a few campaign you can add some djs and build your follow-up this uh that's very good but there's there's people that pretend to do promotion and i would i mean i wouldn't recommend any i know two companies that i won't mention because they're good okay but they're doing it, you know, mainly for money. So it's, uh, yeah. Right. If you are an artist and you have people that inspire you to do music, you send it to them, you know, literally. Yeah, If, uh, if uh, I don't know, if, uh, I don't know, Dead Mouse, you love this, uh, you know, you can send him music. He's actually very receptive, you know, he's there. They're not, uh, they're going to listen to stuff. You have to be maybe a bit persistent, you know, but. At some, oh, point, at, at some point, it will work, you know, it's as if, if you really feel your music re you re will resonate with them because their music resonated with you, you're definitely on the right channel, so. Yeah. So just to kind of summarize, correct me if I'm wrong, is just hard work and putting yourself out there, taking risks, building relationships with other people, uh, having a story behind your music and just continuing to grow a following is the best way to really kind of get your music out there and to grow and to blow up as an artist and possibly work with a label. Yeah, and so. per live performance don't not hurt either, but you know, it's not everybody that's set for that, but uh, that's... Sure, sure. And that's one reason we love Ableton Live, so... Yeah, here you go. Because <laughs> it was built for that. It does all the above. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. Well, hey, we are reaching our time limit. Thanks a ton, Mikas, for meeting with us. I know there was a lot of valuable stuff that our listeners are going to eat up from this podcast interview. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to make sure that people can get in touch with you or learn more about your website or um, go deeper into what you have to offer. Tell us a little bit more about how people can find about you and your company and your label. Uh, you can go to wemakedancemusic.com. That's the main site. And... Uh, you can send in on the contact page. My email is there. So it's mikas at wemakedancemusic.com. People get questions. They want to upload. They don't know what's happening. You know, I'm always here. This is what I do uh, day in, day out. And I'm, I'm really open to anybody who's got any questions or want to upload or download or want to know what's happening. And uh, I have to be honest, I'm not a social pe person. So the rest is <laughs> not very important for me. <laughs> like, it's okay. That's, yeah. So direct. That's all right. We'll be, we'll be social for you. That's all right. Yeah. yeah direct work very well for me. You know, emails are still a good thing. I deal very well with uh, 150, 200 emails a day. I bring it on. I can take 500. Not a problem. So. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of emails, man. For real. So, so yeah, we make nice and, uh, we have pretty big YouTube channels that are good to look at what's inside the template. You know, on most, we, we really encourage the producers that are uploading to put a YouTube video so we can really see the projects, you know, so you can see the channels, can see what's happening. And it's important also that people put a description because if you get a project, you want to know, oh, there is a, 
26 MIDI channel, you know, with uh, audio and this and that, great. And then you look at it and one, there's only one MIDI channel. This is a different project, you know, that's also valuable, but not exactly in the same way. So Awesome. Yeah, check that out. We make dancemusic.com. For all the people that are using Ableton Live specific, which are many of our listeners, uh, if you go to liveproducersonline.com uh, forward slash Ableton templates, that's liveproducersonline.com slash Ableton templates. So I really encourage you to go check that out, uh, liveproducersonline.com slash Ableton templates, and that will have a link to the site uh, specifically with all the Ableton templates in the store that he has to offer um, thanks again, man, for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully we'll have you back another day and look forward to seeing how the website grows and evolves. Yeah, thank you, man. That's very nice to talk about uh, what I love. You know, I don't get the chance to do that so much. So great. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Call, call me anytime, man. I could talk for hours. So. <laughs> but I'll, I won't, though, because I'll let you answer those 600 emails you mentioned. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to get over 500 a day. I'm working on it. Every, oh, there you go. Every day. Let's go for it. Cool. Perfect. Well, man, have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers, man. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by LiveProducersOnline.com, a community of Ableton Live users connecting you to the pros to learn today's music production. What's up, guys? Uh, If you want to take your music to the next level, whether you're new to producing music or whether you have been doing it for a long time, I definitely encourage you to check out LiveProducersOnline.com. It's a social platform that allows members to connect with other producers, specifically those using Ableton Live. Members can set up a profile, they can post, they can share their skills, they can private message other producers and members, they can access the discussions forum to get answers to their questions immediately, to uh, interact on specific topics, and to help others. Uh, You can also access unlimited downloads of sample packs, projects, Ableton devices, and more. And members also have access to a growing amount of video courses that are going to be added all the time from professional producers and those who are very experienced with Ableton Live. I definitely encourage you to check out the site. Um, Members can also book private lessons with teachers to get one-on-one feedback from their tracks and to help along with their projects as they're producing.